Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Drip, drip, drip. About three weeks ago, simultaneously, the mainstream media began laying out the scope of the coming financial disaster. How'd I miss that, you're thinking? You didn't, because they didn't do it all in one place. They compartmentalized it in separate articles, separate stories, some about the rolling blackouts that'll hit this summer, others about the diesel shortages, still others about how inflationary price hikes will continue to last through 2023. But it's as if for now, there's an unwritten rule that the mainstream media is operating by. Don't put it all together in any one space. Don't describe what's coming in total. So back on May 24th, I did using only the Biden administration's admissions and mainstream media sources. It's called the coming economic disaster will be worse than you think. You can get it by going back if you didn't listen to it already. Today, we have an update. It's from the International Energy Agency. And when they speak, I listen because they've gotten all their predictions in the last six months dead on right. In March, they told us if we did the Russian sanctions, it wouldn't be a small price hike at the pump like the Republican and Democrat leadership were telling us if we put sanctions on Russian oil. No, it'd be an oil shock, a shock on the caliber that we hadn't seen in 40 years since the 1970s when we had gas rationing and gas lines stretching down the road at gasoline stations. Well, the IEA just quietly updated its predictions. They're now saying it's going to be worse than 40 years ago. They'll be rationing of gas and diesel. Worse than 40 years ago? 40 years ago was the worst on record. Let me translate. What they mean is that it'll be worse than anything we've ever experienced before. Again, all driven by the Russian sanctions. We can stop this. Anytime we want. Without that Russian oil on the market, the price of everybody else's skyrockets. That's in part because the Russian oil's off the market, creates demand, but because we've pulled about 2 million barrels of our own off the market every day because of Joe's 70 regulations. Again, the coming financial disaster is preventable. The International Energy Agency is even telling us how. But now they have a new warning. 
As reported by the mainstream media publication Business Insider, the U.S. could see fuel shortages by midsummer once people start taking their vacations. And there's definitely going to be fuel shortages in Europe. What does that mean? Shortages worse than today. Even if we somehow escape the rationing, will mean we're going to five, six, seven dollars a gallon. Again, the IEA is now warning this will be a crisis unlike any we've ever seen. Says who? Says Fada Birol, the head of the International Energy Agency, in an interview with the German newspaper Der Spiegel. But Birol warns it'll be worse than the 1970s in another way, too, because that crisis was just about oil. This one will be on three fronts. Back then, he said it was just about oil. Now we have an oil crisis, a natural gas crisis, and an electricity crisis simultaneously. Oh, and it's possible supply chains will break down further because of it. Again, regular listeners to this podcast know we could avoid just about all of this by reversing our sanctions on oil and natural gas. Why? Because the Biden administration even admits that that's a big part of what's jacking up the price of food. Here's Circleback Saki, former spokesperson for Biden, admitting this two weeks ago. We know if we look at the recent inflation data, a large, depending on which data you look at, two-thirds to even 70% of inflation data is, is a result of energy prices. So let me bottom line it for you. They're totally cool with starving us or make it, making it difficult to afford food to accomplish their green dreams. Their plan? Blame it on Putin which makes it absolutely critical for them to keep the Ukraine war going, which is becoming harder and harder since Putin's winning bigly on the ground. So they've decided to start or attempt to start World War III. I'll get to that in a minute. I want to add the latest warning from a mainstream insider, Jamie Dimon. He's the CEO of JPMorgan Chase. And once the mainstream media economic disaster free-for-all began, he piled on. These people can't obfuscate forever, after all. At some point, they've got to be right. So he dove in with his warning yesterday. We, right now, it's kind of sunny. Things are doing fine. You know, everyone thinks the, the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there down the road coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy or uh, yeah, Sandy or or uh, Andrew or something like that. And it's you, you better brace yourself. That's a big deal coming from him. They always lowball it. So they can claim later, yeah, I warned you, but you don't want a guy like Jamie Dimon saying what's really coming because that could crash markets. So let me paint a picture of where we are today. So you can see where continuing inflation through 2023 will land us. This comes from Breitbart. Prices paid to American farmers for agricultural production were up, get this, 5.1% in April compared to the month before. Okay, 5.1% compared to the same month a year before would be staggering. No, no, no. This is the price index from March to April, up 5.1%. Well, what is it? Over the year before, this is for crops and livestock, so think chickens, eggs, you know, beef, that kind of stuff. Uh, what was it a year ago? Oh, it's up 28%. Wait, 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 wait. It's going to continue going up month after month through at least the end of 2023? Well, yeah, that's after the rationing and the rolling blackouts by this fall. Folks, are you getting an idea of what this looks like? I don't mean to scare you, 
but I want to prepare you. So suppose you're the Democrats. You've engineered all of this. I mean, you could stop it right now. All you got to do is roll back those 70 plus environmental regs that Biden put on our oil production, put the 2 million plus barrels back on the market, get rid of the Russian sanctions on oil and natural gas, and get rid of the methane tax that the Biden administration just put on natural gas. And guess what? People be able to afford groceries again, but they're not willing to do it. So if you're going to foment a disaster of this level, you need a disaster of a bigger level to cover it up. What have governments always historically done when they're facing down a disaster like this that the people are probably going to be able to figure out they created? Don't they start a war? And it gosh darn really looks like that's what the Biden administration's trying to do in Ukraine. Understand why they're doing this. And I've addressed this before. They got a problem. Russia is winning decisively in Ukraine. At this rate, the war there might be over by the end of the summer. They got to figure out a way to get in. And by that, I mean, get into a war with Russia. Right now, they've got two working ideas. Expect them to throw more up against the wall. The first one was laid out by a top U.S. general who was confirmed last week in a Senate hearing. So when you go through these confirmation hearings, as General Christopher Cavoli knows, you want to tell Congress what they want to hear. What Congress wants to hear right now is that you are willing to get into a war because that's what they want. Uniparty, anyway. So he, last Thursday, when he testified before the Senate, when asked what he would do, about the coming grain crisis in the world. And by the way, Cavoli said something interesting. As of Thursday, the entire world only had 10 weeks of grain stores left available. So what did he propose? Oh, that the U.S. military get into it with the Russian Navy. Conduct operations, he said, to help Ukraine export grain that's being held up as the result of the Russian blockades. Now, what he doesn't tell you is the biggest problem there is that we've got sanctions on Belarus and Russia blocking a lot of this grain too. So we can totally lift that. No, that makes sense. What he also didn't tell you is Ukraine's mind its own ports. So getting the grain out is a bit of a problem. That has nothing to do with Russia. They know this too. But again, they're looking for a way into direct conflict with Russia. That's why Cavoli, who's been nominated to be the next commander of NATO, told U.S. senators he'd consider offering military options. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. To allow for grain exports to resume. It was like dropping a nuclear bomb. But nobody flinched because Washington's crazy. To even suggest such a thing in a confirmation hearing without senators shouting you down in terror. I mean, that could spin us into World War III. It's nuts. But that's just one of their ideas for getting into World War III. Here's the other. The Biden administration announced on Tuesday the details of the newest $700 million security package it's sending into Ukraine, including rocket systems with longer ranges than those sent in previous packages. They're sending HIMARS, 
high-mobility artillery rocket systems. Biden officials, according to CBS News, said, don't worry, they totally won't be used to launch at targets within Russia. Well, how do we know? Well, CBS tells us. Officials added that Ukraine has assured the U.S. it will not fire the medium-range rockets into Russian territory. Oh, so we can totally trust them. Uh, no. Here's what's going to happen instead. Let me remind you. This is from CNN. You look this up. This article headline, What happens to weapons sent to Ukraine? The U.S. doesn't really know. It's dated April 19th, 2022. We will lose them as soon as we turn them over. Folks, you remember the Cuban Missile Crisis? Yeah. What do you think we'd do if Russia overthrew the Mexican government as our CIA overthrew the Ukrainian government, the duly elected pro-Russian leader elected at the polls of Ukraine, we violently overthrew them. The CIA and John Brennan did under Barack Obama in 2014. And suppose uh, that Russia had done that violently through force in Mexico. In fact, we tried to assassinate the pro-Russian leader. We just hit the wrong convoy and he managed to escape to Russia. So you can see why Russia's kind of terrified of what we're doing in Ukraine and why there's a war there at all. But anyway, yeah, because we, we caused it. This is not Russia versus Ukraine. This is Russia versus us. And we are the provocateur. But suppose Russia violently overthrew the Mexican government, installed a pro-Russian leader, and uh, then started sending longer-range rocket systems capable of hitting the U.S. to Mexico. We'd be totally cool with it. No, we wouldn't. We'd freak. And then we'd do exactly what Russia's going to do. We'd destroy them. Now, here's the thing. The Ukraine military, what there is left of it, mostly it's a lot of neo-Nazi militias left that are really more like guerrilla fighters at this point. But um, what, what, what will they do with it? The Biden administration admits they don't know how to use them. What does that mean? We'll have to send people to train them. Okay, Russia will take these weapons out. They've taken out a lot of our gun shipments and captured a lot more. That's why the Pentagon can't say where they are. Russia has a lot of them and the rest of them have disappeared. So what? We send these guys to train them and what? They get blown up, our service members? What do you got? World War II. We'll have to respond, which is exactly what the Biden administration wants. Or we turn them loose after we train these guys in Ukraine and maybe, I don't know, Poland or somewhere neutral to, to use these systems. And guess what? They make a mistake. We send... <laughs> One rocket into Russia? How's that going to end? I mean, how frightened and deadly serious are the Russians about that happening? Very, it turns out. They threatened to nuke the West and the East Coast a couple of days ago in response. Missiles. They say it'll only take them four to pretty much wipe it out. Folks, we have gone from, wow, the nuclear missiles are a relic of the Cold War to, wow, we're back in the Cold War. How alarming is this exactly? Well, according to the New York Times this morning, they're scared to death in Europe. They wish the U.S. would knock it off. Here's the headline on the piece. The war in Ukraine may be impossible to stop, and the U.S. deserves much of the blame. Okay, so we're now freaking out the New York Times newsroom and the French. Let me read the first couple of paragraphs. Henri Guino a top advisor to former French President Nicolas Sarkozy warned Europe's countries under the short-sighted leadership of the United States were, quote, sleepwalking, unquote, into a war with Russia. 
Mr. Guino was borrowing a metaphor that the historian Christopher Clark used to describe the origins of, get this, World War One. They continue, the United States has helped turn this tragic local ambiguous conflict with Ukraine into a potential world conflagration. By misunderstanding the war's logic, Mr. Guano argues the West, led by the Biden administration, is giving the conflict a momentum that may be impossible to stop. He is right, the New York Times writes. They even admit, this is great progress, that the whole reason this is going on is because we violently overthrew the legitimately elected Ukrainian government of Viktor Yanukovych. Those are their actual words. The legitimately elected Ukrainian government of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014. Why? Because Ukrainian people made the mistake of electing a pro-Russian leader. It's not surprising. Half the country's pro-Russian. Oh, they kind of forgot to tell you that. I thought we were fighting for democracy. Yeah, well, here's how the U.S. reacts when there's democracy at the ballot box in Ukraine. And the people vote for the wrong person. We attempt to assassinate them. Folks, we armed and trained neo-Nazi Antifa-style thugs. They literally locked some of Yanukovych's supporters in a building and burned them alive. They then, as he fled the presidential palace, attempted to kill him. They uh, just uh, launched the bombs in the wrong direction and killed a different caravan worth of people, and Yanukovych was able to run to Russia. This reheated a civil war that had gone cold in Ukraine. In other words, we've been working on this world war since 2014, but the Democrats know they really need it now because the only hope they have, the only way they have to avoid going off course on their green destruction and remaking of the U.S. economy is a world war they can blame on Putin, so they can blame the fallout on him too. And that is why the French are warning in the pages of the New York Times that Russia is being backed into a corner that will cause this war. That the actions of the Biden administration, and this is uh, Mr. Guino again from France, warning, quote, convince Russia that it must attack or be attacked. It is the inelectable process of 1914 in all its terrifying purity. They actually printed that. What is he talking about, 1914? This is exactly how World War I started. Why would Washington allow this? A couple of reasons. The number two largest donor to political campaigns is the military-industrial complex. That's all the military contractors and suppliers who will restock all those longer-range rocket systems and make a mint doing it. So in D.C., you want to be seen, if you want to get this money, Uh, And again, they are the second largest donors behind big tech. If you want to get this money, you need to be seen as somebody who is behind every war, somebody who's creative enough to warmonger and make the argument day in and day out for increased escalation and conflict. That's how you get that money. So those guys are doing that. It's not that they want World War II. And I'm talking Uniparty. I'm talking rhinos, that sort of thing. It's that they want the money. And Biden administration, well, they want World War II to cover for the economic damage that'll be necessary to get to their green dreams. They're simply assuming mutual assured destruction and gosh, Russia probably won't nuke us. I mean, probably. Why even pick a war with Russia? Especially when Barack Obama knew for a fact they didn't meddle in our election or collude with Trump or try to take out Hillary. 
This country has literally done nothing to us. Nothing. All the conflict between us has been astroturfed by their enemy, which is not America. It's the Democrat Party. This is why, and Russia knows this. This is why as soon as Biden got elected, the buildup at the border by Putin began. They knew they were in danger from the Democrat Party, that they'd pick up where they left off after the attempted assassination of the pro-Russian, duly elected, legitimately elected leader of Ukraine. Pray the Biden administration doesn't get the world war it wants. French are. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 